14 News Podcast with your host, James Colbert. Aye, aye, Minkers. Happy New Year. It's 2023. I think that's the first time I've actually said 2023. Doesn't quite feel right yet in the mouth, does it? Anyway, how are you all? Did you have a good break? I hope you did. I hope you did. I hope you had plenty of food, plenty of love, and maybe the odd drink as well. But welcome back, uh, the first show of 2023. I've got a really lovely interview with um, Jordan, James and Kyle. Been wanting to interview them for a while and, and finally got it together to do it. So uh, yeah, really entertaining, really lovely guys, very talented young men as well. Um, so really, really good to get them on the show and have a, have a chat with them. Going to try and do a few more chats and get just get some content kind of in between shows, which is great. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I went viral the other day, so that was bizarre. I, I kind of went to, I've been saying for a while what I'd like to do is go to East Drive in Pontefract, known as the most haunted, uh, the most violent poltergeist in the world, not most haunted, the most violent poltergeist in the world, and do a, an overnight stay and live stream it by myself in the dark. I thought it'd be a really good metaphor for this violent, evil force that you are kind of trapped against and do it to raise money for a domestic abuse service. And so my uh, my grandparents' ashes are scattered at Bonifrac Cemetery, so I decided to go through and we went there and then went to visit my, uh, my great cousins and... Um, I just did a quick video saying I'm going to do this, just announced it, didn't really think much of it, you know, so I've, got, I've had a couple of thousand on some of my, my TikTok videos, and then my phone started going crazy, and within like half an hour I'd had like 15,000 views, and then it just kept going up and up, and in 24 hours I had 200,000 views, which was amazing, but at the same time so many people got in touch with me telling me that they've been victims of abuse. So, and I know, you know, I know people have shared who listen to the show that they have as well. So I'm going to do this for you guys. So I have booked a date provisionally at the moment. It's the 10th of August. I'm going to include a Just Giving page um, in, in the notes below. Anyone that's linked to the media, if you could kind of let them know I'm doing this. And even if you have no money, can you just share it on social media and stuff? And we'll try and get as much money as we can. It's, it's, it's rising. It rose during COVID and with the cost of living crisis, it's rising again and again and again. And it's a plague of the community. You know, it ends up costing services so much money, but it absolutely destroys the lives of the people that are in it. And it's, um, it's something that's really important to me just due to how I grew up. Um, so I want to kind of, I don't want other kids because they're also the victims, not always the, the person being abused. So let's do this. It's going to be interesting. Um, as you know, stuff often happens around me, so it should be an interesting night. And uh, yeah, I hope it makes for an entertaining feed. But also the most important thing is, is we, can, we can raise some money for IDAS, who are an amazing domestic abuse charity. They, they help the victims of abuse, but they've also got some programs for those people that are brave enough to admit that they are abusers and to learn how to change as well. 
And I take my hat off to those people that do do that. So I'm going to put this interview up now for you guys to have a listen. I hope you enjoy it. And um, I've got a few more lined up. We're going to trickle them out and I've started writing the next show. I'm on it. Uh, it's it's only a few days into January and I'm keeping on top of it. So let's hope that this is the great start for the new year. So I'm not going to waffle on like I always do. I think I've already done enough of that. And um, I'm just going to uh, pass you over to these guys. So enjoy. See you afterwards. Take care. Welcome, everyone. Um, today I'm interviewing Jordan Thomas Sendall, James Weeds and Kyle Ball, makers of the brilliant Norfolk Sea Creature, and the forthcoming Creature from Scroby Sands. I saw both these films at the 14 Film Festival of last year and the year before. Really talented people, um, really kind, lovely guys as well. So really excited to interview them, find out about their projects and about what got them into this. So welcome all. How are you all? Did you have a good Christmas? Hello. Yeah, it was really good. Thank you for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Over here, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Nice Excellent. Did you um we, we did a we did a quiz about some of the peculiar Christmas traditions around the world as the last show. Do, do you guys have any kind of strange traditions that you do each Christmas? Oh, that's an interesting one. Um we we um the three of us went creature spotting on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> and did you <laughs> No, unfortunately not. No, the mist was too thick on Christmas Eve, unfortunately. Well, there is actually um, a, a thing. A lot of families go and see the... There are a lot of seals um, that... Um, they have pups on the beach here, so a lot of people will go out sort of just after Christmas to see those. Fantastic. We, we had a Christmas walrus in Scarborough this year. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so that that was it. That was uh, quite a surprise. Yeah, that kind of trumps seals a little bit. Yeah, it? It does. yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was amazed how big it was. I'm I'm six foot two, and it if it stood on its tail, it would be taller than me, and about five times my width as well. So oh, it was, uh, yeah, it's amazing to see. Quite a surprise, but yeah, he's on his way now. Apparently, he's gone <laughs> further up north or something. So oh, yeah, and the what Christmas was, walrus. The three, us, the three of us who went out and did some karaoke Christmas Eve together. We all sang. What's that song we sang? Um, uh, Stay Now by uh, oh, East, yeah. East 17 we uh, we did a beautiful rendition that had everyone in the pub crying it was a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful moment and did you did you wear the hats slightly on top of your heads yeah it was a little bit too, it was a bit impromptu really so with a bit of forward planning we would have yeah, uh, yeah, we would have gone in full <laughs> regalia but uh, big white coats massive hoods and yeah yeah <laughs> fantastic that sounds fantastic like you yeah like you've had a good time so you guys are filmmakers and you you know specialized in you you started this fact or fiction kind of series Mm. what what kind of got you into filmmaking originally what what took you from being people that kind of watch films to people that wanted to make films i i think the most interesting thing is um i studied film um from, from when i went to college and I just raped James and Carl into it, basically. Um, every film I ever made, uh, Kyle, I had no actors ever. So um, Kyle was always the main actor in anything that I ever wrote um, from like day one. And Which so I had no interest, by the way. he had no interest in being a filmmaker at all. <laughs> and then uh, he's kind of like worked his way into being like actually a part of the, the production. It's quite funny. And, and James, obviously, 
yeah um <clears throat> we we sort of spoke uh at school and stuff but we didn't really start becoming proper friends until recently so that's when um james sort of got involved with it as well really fantastic yeah. I, I noticed um sorry go ahead no 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 you're fine uh, I, was, I was just going to say like and in terms of the, the the process of us um starting to make films together that all sort of happened around the end of 2019 when uh, we realized that we all have our individual sort of uh creative ambitions uh for lack of a better word uh, so with Kyle, it's portrait painting. With myself, it's writing. With Jordan, it's photography and filmmaking. And we realised, well, we felt as if there wasn't that many networking opportunities in Great Yarmouth. So then we mm. thought, well, yeah. if we support and encourage each other in our own individual um, pursuits, then hopefully, you know, we, we will still get be able to uh, produce the things that we want to do. And so it, I think just naturally we try to create a project where we're using all of our strengths individually and then sort of learning new things in different areas, which has been really, really good. I think also it's just a case of why not make a film? We all love films. We love throwing ourselves into things out of our comfort zone and we just kind of went for it, really. Fantastic. I noticed that um, Kyle played a, a lady in the, the new trailer <laughs> and, and that was apparently an accident, but you stuck with it, I overheard you saying. Yeah, so we wanted to just sort of record one scene as test footage to see what it would look like. Um, we used Jordan's car on Great Yarmouth Seafront. We all live in Great Yarmouth. And we said, oh, it could be like an extra, a bonus feature for the DVD where me and James play the characters, Reese and Jade. And um, yeah, we, we thought that was funny enough and we kept it. We, we didn't really see any reason to change it, did we? After that? Yeah. It definitely worked. It was, had a real, what I love about the, I didn't know anything about the, the Norfolk Sea Creature when I watched it. And when it first started, I thought it was a genuine documentary. I was like, I haven't heard of the Norfolk Sea Creature. What's this, <laughs> you know, as someone that's totally engrossed in everything Fortean. And then I realised as it as it went on, and it's it's a real subtlety, the, the way that it's presented. It's so well written and the humour is very British. It's got that real British charm that kind of no other nation manages to do. Is that something that you kind of thought of doing or, or was it kind of natural in its process? Yeah, definitely. I think we, we, we all kind of grew up watching lots of British comedies and yeah. particularly sketch shows. And I think me me being in drag is kind of um, called back to a lot of famous sketch shows as well. Excellent. And where, where did you kind of, we'll talk about the, the Norfolk Sea Creature first. Where, where did you kind of come up with that idea? How did the process start? There was a, it was a really interesting process. Um, so Kyle uh, told me about his um, someone that you know uh, called Huey, uh, who's uh, what? What is he to you, Kyle? I, I always forget. Sort of um, my girlfriend's um, stepdad. I guess. Girlfriend stepdad. So uh, yeah, Huey, who's in in the film Fact or Fiction, Norfolk Sea Creature. Um, told me about how interesting uh, this guy was and how, how how many stories he sort of had and every time he sort of went round yeah he he's got a shed in the back of the garden uh with all this sort of radio equipment in it and um you just you just walk in and he just regales you with stories of like this that and the other and all these sorts of things that happened and um you were telling me once Carl, weren't you about this the story that you had about this uh the legend of the norfolk sea creature and obviously yeah. We just thought it was a load of absolute nonsense. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. We just thought it was a load of absolute nonsense. Um, but then I thought to myself, well, this is a great setting already. He's literally, as he was telling, like, telling us the story of this bloke out to sea, and 
uh, you know, he heard the signal and stuff and uh, from this bloke and this bloke was never heard from again. Um, he, I was just thinking, wow, look at this, it's perfect. Like, this looks perfect. This needs to be filmed. This, you know, Huey needs to be on film. Mm. So that's when I, we kind of like said, right, well, we can make a, we can make something around this. And then, um, yeah, we were then uh, sort of just going out. And the whole idea really was to just to, to look at the, I mean, I've, no, no one's ever heard of the Norfolk Sea Creature before. Um, you know, until I, even I thought it was an absolute ludicrous. Um, but it wasn't until we actually started interviewing random people on the street and, you know, we'd stop random people on the street and they would say, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Where then you suddenly think, oh, really? So right. it's quite, it's quite fascinating. Yeah. So that's why he was such a good actor because he wasn't actually acting. He was telling a story. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. That's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah. Well, that, that kind of like really kind of answers some questions because it was, he mm. was so good. It was like, that was an Oscar winning performance if he was acting. <laughs> He was, yeah, such a great character, and that's what made it so believable. So, so there is actually mm. a Norfolk sea creature. Well, well uh, apparently, uh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, it was stories that his father would tell him, but it's it's fascinating because I always, I also thought it'd be great to make a documentary that was had elements of uh, realism, but also elements of like embellishment in it as well. And the 14, you know, 14 sector is such an easy place to embellish stuff because, I mean, everything mostly is like, oh, yeah, I've seen that, blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, it's um, it's such an interesting thing to do a, a documentary that's also uh, a mockumentary at the same time, uh, completing, like, you know, checking off two different checklists in one, basically. Brand new genre. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Do an entire series on different subjects. That's yeah. it, yeah. It, it worked so well. And it, like I said, it had a real charm to it as well. It was really kind of authentic and very British in its presentation and humour. And, and just really, really warm as well. Even though like there was, you know, moments in it that were meant to be kind of sad and scary. You know, it, <laughs> it had a real, a real warmth to it. Well, thank you. That's, that's, that's very nice to hear. I think it was... It was great just sort of like, you know, because one day we'd be like interviewing people on the street. The next day we'd be thinking, right, what character can we put in to make this absolutely ridiculous? You know, and, and I get to play this character. Um, uh, yeah. My cousin. Fred. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, because most because we we make films uh, on literally like we're guerrilla filmmakers. So we make films on literally next to no budget. Right. Um, and when I say next to no budget, it literally lit is. Um, <laughs> So like we yeah I'm just roping in everyone that I know to be but I, I just you know, I say to my, my uh, friends or family hey I've got this scene uh, you're gonna be great for this part we're gonna film next week okay cool thank you bye and before they can sort of say no that's it they're in it brilliant Santa and yeah. and how how well was it received the film oh people received it really well uh, haven't they Carl oh well, yeah we haven't really heard anything negative about it yeah and of yeah. Fact, as I say, fact or fiction um, is is its own kind of thing, really. And we, what we'd love to do is really make it into a a proper fourteen series of get going around, starting in uh, East Anglia and looking at all these different urban legends and things, and really uh, starting to take that that uh, forward as a series and then develop it further. Uh, and that's obviously when uh, making the Norfolk Sea Creature. That's obviously when we were inspired to make uh, the creature from Scraby Sands. So tell me about the creature of Scroby Sun. So I've seen the, the opening scene, which was 
absolutely magnificent. Um, where, where does the idea from that come from? And and is that is that also based on, on local folklore? Didn't the fictional story, the sort of seed of it happened first and originally factual fiction was going to be like a documentary trailer for a later fiction piece that we were going to make and then it just branched off to become its own thing. Is that, that's how I remember it, but I wasn't as involved in factual fiction as you two were. So 